Welcome to English in 10 Minutes, real, unscripted English conversations about people, places, and their stories. After you listen to the episode, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com. Today, Wendy and I are coming to you from the Czech Republic, or Czechia, as we can now call it. That's the official English short name for the country, which just came in last year. And in particular, we're talking about Prague, which is the capital city and the most famous place in Czechia. And this is not the first time that we've been to Prague, but it's the first time in many, many, many years and the first time that we've been together. Yes, because we both went to Prague separately when we were very young and traveling around Europe for the first time and we had not met each other yet. So for me that was in 2000 I believe and for you it was a year later, is that right? Yeah, 2001. And so what do you remember from your first trip to Prague? I remember surprisingly little. It's kind of scary how little I remember. Most of my memories are associated with the hostel where I was staying and I have just vague memories of the city itself but really nothing definite at all. I couldn't, I mean, I know that I went to the castle. I'm sure that I I would have gone to the castle. I would not have gone to Prague without visiting the castle, definitely at that time in my life. But I can't really tell you what I saw there at all. Yeah, I remember a little bit more than that. Um, and it is true, though. I, I don't remember certain things from places that I went on that trip because it was so long ago. Um, but I remember buying a roll of black and white film Mm. for my film camera because I thought that Prague would look cool in black and white and it does look cool in black and white and so I put this film in my camera and I took black and white photos of the city and I remember climbing one of the towers and you get a view over the Charles Bridge which is the most famous bridge and probably the most famous spot in the city and so you can look basically in one direction you see the Charles Bridge and in the other direction you look over into the old town and you can see all of the domes and the towers of the churches and so it's a beautiful view so I definitely remember that mm-hmm. Um, And that's probably most of what I remember. Um, But certainly a place that, yeah, I wanted to go back to, um, you know, for quite a few years because, you know, we wanted to go together and uh, obviously it's a beautiful city. And so finally, after all these years, we went back. And so we've been in Czechia for the last week or so and we spent four days in Prague. Mm -hmm. And it is a very beautiful city. Um, it's very touristy, I have to say. It's quite popular, and for good reason. And, you know, that's something that's happening all over Europe and all over the world. But I would say, in particular, in Europe, because it's so easy to travel these days, you have lots of low-budget airlines uh, that will zip you from one city to another around Europe, usually for much cheaper than what it uh, costs to buy a train ticket and much faster. So lots more people are traveling, which is great. But But yeah, it does mean that it gets very crowded. And that was one thing that really struck me as being different from the way that I remembered it. Granted, my memories are are very fuzzy, (laughs) but I definitely didn't remember there being so many people. And I'm sure that there weren't so many people back in 2000. Also, I was there at a different time of year. I think it was November. And so obviously that was, um, you know, a much quieter period. And so the other thing that I remember as being very different is that it's gotten a lot more expensive in the past 18 years, too. Um, at During my first trip, I had been traveling around Europe and mostly Western Europe. And so Prague was really my first foray into Central or Eastern Europe. And it struck me as being much cheaper than all the other countries that I had been visiting on that trip. 
Oh, this is another memory that I have. I remember eating in a restaurant, which was pretty unusual for me at that time because I was on a very slim budget and I was eating lots of fast food or just grabbing sandwiches that I would sit and eat in a park or a square. It was very, very unusual for me to actually go to a proper restaurant with a waiter and be handed a menu and, you know, sit down and have a nice meal. But in Prague, I did it because it was affordable and it was basically the same price that I had been paying for fast food in the Western European countries. And that's not really the case nowadays. No, certainly not. Um, obviously, there's been huge changes in this country and in Europe in general over this 17, 18-year period. And so the Czech Republic or Czechia is in the European Union now, and so the prices are going to go up. Um, yeah, I think maybe you had a, a bit of a... Your understanding of how many tourists would be there was a little bit falsified, let's say. I mean, Prague was really the first... Uh, city from behind the Iron Curtain that opened up. My brother Tim went there in 1997. Um, and mm. so, you know, certainly it's been popular for some time, I would say. Yeah, yeah. I know that it has. Um, yeah, at that time, back, you know, in 2000, when I was on my first trip to Europe, when I thought of Europe, I really only thought of Western Europe. And I really didn't know hardly anything about Eastern Europe. And so when I made the snap decision to go to Prague, I felt like I was really getting getting off the beaten track and going somewhere really remote and exotic where no one had been before, um, which of course is not the case. And it's even less the case now. Yeah, that's funny. And I needed a visa for the Czech Republic in 2001. Um, but my mother even went in 1969, which we talked about a few episodes ago. Um, so in our trip this time, we decided to do some different kinds of things um, in addition to or instead of some of the usual tourist things, just as a way to get away from the crowds and to see something a little bit different. So we had, you managed to pick up a pamphlet which had these um, walking tours mapped out and they were specifically kind of off the beaten track tours to go away from the main central parts of the old town and the Charles Bridge and the castle. And so we followed a couple of those or parts of a couple of those and that was really interesting. It was, yeah. We saw things that um, were definitely, they were actually off the beaten track. Uh, and we ended up walking through some really quiet and peaceful areas. We walked through some parks and some gardens that also had really beautiful buildings and even quite historic buildings within those, those gardens. Uh, for example, we visited a church that was actually... Um, originally an old wooden village church that had been dismantled and moved and then rebuilt there in Prague. Yeah, I think it was a 17th or 18th century church, but it's, yeah, exactly the kind of um, image you have of, of a church in a forest in Russia, for example. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, originally it had been in a much smaller area and now it's been moved to this, this very large city, but it's in a nice kind of park and so it's in a, a nice forested area, so it, it sort of retains its original appeal. Mm -hmm. We also went to an area called Vishirad, um, I think that's how you say it, and that was also extremely interesting because it's a, it's a kind of a citadel, it's the so-called so second castle of Prague, but it's about three kilometres south of the city centre and so not a lot of foreign tourists seem to go there. And so we walked around there, and it's, it's these garden area, uh, this garden area, and there's also historical buildings there. But there are a lot of local people, you know, walking their dogs or jogging or just enjoying being in the in the park. It was a very hot day that day, um, but you know, you can get some shade under the trees and things like that. Mm -hmm. 
And then we also went into the casements underground in the castle, and we were able to cool down that way because going underground, it's obviously much cooler than it is outside. Yeah, they told us it was 14 degrees in the summer underground, um, and that day it was 35 degrees Celsius outside. So that, that was <laughs> very, very welcome um, mm. kind of natural air conditioning of going underground. That was really interesting, though. We walked through these tunnels, and then at the end there's this room uh, and, and there's this whole history of what the tunnels were used for. Mm -hmm. um, but what they're used for now is to house some of the statues from the Charles Bridge. And these are the original statues, and they've been replaced by replicas on the bridge. And so one of the reasons that they keep them uh, in this area is because of the, the cooling and, and things like that, and because basically there, there aren't that many people who go there. It's quite limited in terms of number of people, uh, and so it's much better for the preservation of the statues. Yeah, yeah, the, the temperature, the air, and just the conditions there underneath the ground the, are, make it so that the statues are going to be very well preserved, much better than they would be if they were out exposed to the elements on the bridge. And it also created this very evocative scene because you had these statues and they were in this very large vaulted brick uh, room with not that much light, and it was just it was really interesting to see them there. Mm -hmm. And so that's some of the things that we did in Prague, and then we'll be spending... Um, a few more days in the Czech Republic and we'll see what else we can discover. Let's see. Thanks for listening to English in 10 Minutes. To download a worksheet for this episode, including the most useful vocabulary and a full transcript of the conversation, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com.